The Red Room Theater, episode 62, Jumanji. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every single week, we bring you one of the movies that help raise us up. Talk about movies that raise us right, raise us wrong. Today, we've got the movie Jumanji, and how this movie taught us to finish the game, how it taught us to beware what we say in our anger, because you never stink and know. You never know. You don't know, son. You don't know what Don't be saying something crazy on the fly and then rolling out because tomorrow ain't never promised. Dude, we'll get to that. We'll get to all that heavy crap in a little bit. So, Jumanji, a game for those who seek to find a way to leave the world behind. What's that from? Um, I can't remember. I can hear it. Yes, you do. I can hear it. I can hear someone saying I don't know who's saying it, though. I can't see his face. Same Private Ryan, dude. Damn. Remember he started telling about his book, dude? <laughs> How about on uh, Tropic Thunder when he's like, you talking to me the whole time, this whole time? <laughs> Dang, dude. Okay, back to Jumanji. So, too bad this movie is, like, timeless, dude. It is. It's timeless. It. This movie's so good that, what, 10 20 years later. Too bad I'm looking at the cast, and man, Peter is ugly now, dude. <laughs> the cast this movie, or the, the, this movie is so strong, they've been trying to make a sequel for 20 years. They finally got it greenlit. We'll talk about that a little later, but this movie had so much, did so well when it was released, it had enough nostalgia and power, a standalone film, to warrant a trailer 20, or a sequel 20 years later. Now, how long has it been since you've seen this movie, Tony? How long? D- to be honest, when I, when we uh, on Christmas went and seen the new one, yeah. I was like, man, little things that, that they mentioned from the first one, I was kind of remembering. But, dude, I mean, solid 15. Legit. It's been a long time since I sat and watched the whole Jumanji. I watched this whole thing again. Tw- I've watched it three times in the last freaking week. Me and Nesto watched together. Then me and Nesto and Lena watched it together, and then I watched it again for the podcast. Steakin. Nesto watched it twice? Nesto watched it twice. He loved it, didn't he? Dude, we watched it together, and he loved it, dude. My daughter watched was he it. Getting, was he getting up off the couch and getting like, He oh. was in it, dude. He, he was in it, dude. Um, I had a positive feeling because he wanted to explain, explain things. But when Lena watched it, first of all, she understood right away what was going on. Like, Nesto was like, who's this guy? Why is he calling for his mom and dad? He didn't, he, he didn't get it because he's not a story guy. He likes action. Yeah. Lena understands story. Like she gets, like she goes in. She's like us. She goes into the movie. She's in it, dude. She feels it. And Steakin, she knew right away. It's Alan coming out of the game. She yeah. knew who it was. She's like, he rolled a five. She's on it. It's crazy. Dang, she is, dude. She caught that before me. Dude, dude, she, too bad. I was like, was it the six? And then Rob Williams was like, who rolled a five or an eight? And I was like, it's a five, dude. In the jungle, you will I'm, wait. I'm telling you until someone the dice rolls roll five, five or eight. eight. I'll tell you what. I forgot how sad. Okay, okay. So, does the movie hold up for 20 years, dude? Dude, it's better than most. Like, I, like as a, as a movie, as a whole. I mean, even even though those spiders were super fake looking, they scared the crap out of me, dude. I, oh, they got the mannerisms perfect. They did. I watched it, I watched it again. It, it's, this movie's 90s-rific, dude. It is. It's 90s-rific. I too bad. David it. Alan Greer was hilarious, dude. 
He that was, poor car, dude. <laughs> then he freaking handcuffs him, throws the keys, then he needs to have the car. That was funny, dude. Um, this movie comes out December 15th, 1995. I watched this in the theater. We watched this in the theater, We Tony. did watch this in the theater. And I remember loving it in the theater. I remember getting freaked out, man. Like, dang, I was itching. I'm like, ooh. Dude, just pulled into the game. I'm like, this is a, this is a movie. Let's do it. I'm a board game fanatic, so I love this. I know this. you are, dude. <laughs> Literally today, I set up Axis and Allies for my daughter, the board game. It's because she is already smarter than I am. Well, because she wants... She, I was trying, she, I explained it to her World War II, which she doesn't get Does it. she know that that, movie, that game's going to take about four hours to well, play? Well, I didn't play it. She just wanted to understand how strong Germany was in World War II. I said the whole world fought one guy and almost lost. Nesta was like, so he's really strong? I'm like, Nesta... No, he not. was actually a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I set up the whole board game to see that Germany is so much stronger. It has more tanks, more men, more aircraft, more navy. Everybody. Are you a tank? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> mineral? Yeah. Are you a tank? Yeah! <laughs> a mineral? Dude, that's so stupid, dude. Are you a mineral? If we, if we die, you can have my Faith No More collection. We're already dead. They're yours, man! <laughs> so, um... It's mineral, that's funny, dude. Has a 50% Rotten Tomatoes. What? A 50%. How is that possible? I'll bet you a stinking Fast and Furious got like a 90. <laughs> Robin Williams movies get... <sighs> How? He gets beat up on, dude. How? Like, Steven Spielberg's hook got blown up by critics. Too bad. It's so nostalgic <sighs> for Peter Pan. People said it was too saccharine sweet. It's too... It's too innocent in its execution. I can't even... I hate everybody right now. <laughs> so, I can't handle it. Directed by Joe Johnston, who I apparently really like. This guy did The Rocketeer, which I sneak in love. Too bad The Rocketeer was kid. sweet. Loved it. It had... Um, not, is it Alan Arkin? Is it... Uh, it's his name. It's Alan Arkin. Yeah, it? it is Alan Arkin. I love him. He's in Rocketeer. Remember, he's uh, his mechanic buddy. He's the old mechanic who helps him... That shows how old that movie is. I'm telling you. Um, has that big old, like, uh, big old head bad guy? The big chin bad guy? Yes! The dude from uh, Bobsters. Yes! He's the one that cut yep. Justin Slater's face. Um, that dude has the biggest stinking superhero chin I've ever seen, dude. This guy did Captain America, which is fantastic. The original one where he's all skinny and becomes a super soldier. Oh, man, that's dope. Good movie. This guy did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. This guy also did The Page Master mm. with Macaulay Culkin. Too bad that was dope. We get some, uh, uh, locked in the library. Yes, that's a badass movie. You know, in, the, in the, like, that movie, they filmed it all. Had to do some reshoots. They couldn't reshoot because he went through puberty. <gasps> After he filmed all his voice parts, goes to puberty. He couldn't match his voice anymore. Poor bastard. Then he started going. Um, bop. <laughs> but uh, the plot of this movie is very simple. Okay, a group of kids must finish a magical board game. Before it finishes them. Well, kind of a group of kids. Yeah, it, it, it's. I just want to say it in a sentence. Um, like the game is like actively trying to beat them. It's, it's fantastic. I love that the game. It's it likes to be played, but also I love like, that when you hear the drums, it's like oh dang. Dude, my kids tripped out over those drums. Yeah, dude. And when the kids first kind of come on them up in the attic and they start bum 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 bum, they start dude. It's great. Now, the cast of this movie, well, here's the cell. Maybe you're sitting here like, I've never seen this movie. Why should I give it a chance? Okay, here it is. First off, 
Robin Williams. National treasure. Two, I love movies that are magical and don't try to explain it. Like just, like just fantasy. Like, it just like it, it kind of puts you like this movie. You could like if this movie never existed, this could totally be like a dream. Exactly. I love that kind of stuff, dude. Like back in the it day, it makes you use your imagination, right? Like I like okay when I was a kid, werewolf. Okay, werewolf, diamond, silver bullet, and the rules don't make any well, sense. Man got nerds. In stinking Monster Squad, they put dynamite in his pants, throw out the window, he blows up. And then he comes back together. Because it's not a silver bullet. I love that. Dude, how badass is the Monster Squad? That movie's fantastic. Man. Dude. He's like, you're a virgin, aren't you? What what does she say? Kind of? or? (laughs) What is... I can't remember. She says something that he repeats and it's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, man. But, uh, stinking, like... In the like in, in vampires, uh, steaks hurt them. Garlic hurts them. In the new Blade movies, they say they're allergic to garlic. Like they try to explain everything by like they try to explain it all through biology. And I'm like, I don't want you to explain it. I'll tell you what. One really hilarious random part of Blade, I don't remember which one it is, but Chris Chris Harrison makes him this like badass gun, and Wesley Snipes is holding it, and he looks at him and he goes, "It's kind of heavy," and uh. Chris Darren is like, but you're so big. <laughs> I remember that. That's funny. Those, those are kind of badass. In I wasn't Star big Wars on tr- Episode One. George explains the Force. There's midichlorians in your cells. I mean, we try to explain Shut the magic. Up. It sucks, dude. That's why it's magic. You don't need an explanation. No, let it. it just, there's rules Listen, that exist. One of my favorite thing. Oh, go ahead. Rules exist. Rule. Just, there's rules. Just let them be. Like so when rules are really good, you're like, oh yeah, that's how it works. Like you just, you're like, yeah, of course it works that way. Why, why, why do you insist on having to see the guy behind the curtain? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see it. Like one of my favorite things on, um, like America's Got Talent, is a badass magician, like, like, like an awesome illusion that you see. You're, I don't want you to explain it to me. The don't ruin they, it. The fact that they can actually fool my eyes impresses yes. me. Yes, I'm, I'm like. You're awesome. You misdirected me. You, you fooled me, and I think you're a pimp because you did it. Um, I think you're a what? Pimp? Oh, I think you're a prick because you did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's some rules when you hear them in movies. Like, you're just like, that's, of course that's the way it is. Like, as a kid, like, um, Silver Bullet, that made, it's made sense to me. Like, of course that's how you kill this thing. Too bad. How about Lost Boys, dude? Oh, my god. He's like... Garlic, you hate it, don't you? I like garlic. <laughs> then, but then he's like, oh, somebody's breast things. They all look at that guy. That's so funny, dude. That movie's badass. Oh, watching Lethal Weapon today. Um, they're standing in the street, and there's a uh, movie billboard behind them, like a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call it? That shows the name of the movie. What is it? Marquee. Yeah. But, uh, Lost Boys was on it. Nice. I was like, Dee! it probably was really in the theater when they. Re- Too bad. Le- okay. We will do it one day. And Lethal the weapon is unreal. Okay, move on. Okay. I, I'm just watching it right now, so it's blowing okay, my so mind. Okay, so this movie, the <laughs> rules feel great. You learn the rules as you go. They're explained very naturally. Fantastic movie, and it doesn't spoon feed you the rules. You got to make some. Yeah, you, you, you got to follow the movie. You got to figure it out. You got to kind of go with the, with with them. Uh, Love the movie. Now, yeah. going through the film. Um, the, I mean, 
It is sad. The movie has this, this tinge of great sadness because the opening scene is a boy who gets bullied and um, you see him and his dad don't have a great relationship. They're not close. The dad is old the dad's like really standoffish. Like he, who he, is. he doesn't show any emotion. He doesn't... Sending his kid to a boarding school. I mean, yeah. this is rich families, what they do. And, uh, and you don't realize the reason he's getting his ass beat all the time is because he's a rich-ass kid who's, right. whose dad's somebody. His fa- his, his, he's part of a bloodline that's somebody. His family founded that town. Like, he, he gets beat up. He's like, just because you're a parent doesn't mean you can do this, this, yeah. or that. And that, that sometimes that happens, man. Like, you belong to a family. You're going to get some, but you know what? Well, anyways. Um, <laughs> ah. Listen to this. The movie coming out called Chappaquiddick. Coming out. Um, called what? Chappaquiddick. It's a town. And it's about Ted Kennedy, which is John F. Kennedy's littlest brother. Okay? Man, I know that, fool. I didn't know that. So John F. Kennedy dies. Robert Kennedy gets killed. He's got assassinated like crazy. So there's one brother left. So he take his shot, don't he? He survives. No, Ted, no Bobby gets killed. Oh. Um, Who's the one that got shot on Forrest Gump? Um, it's not Ted. It's not Ted Kennedy. It's, okay. uh, so Ted Kennedy is driving a car. This is all fact, okay? Ted Kennedy's driving a car with a girl in it. He's drunk. He fall, goes off a bridge, goes into water, gets out of the car, can't save her. She dies in his car, in the passenger seat. He leaves her there. He just goes. Goes home. Him and his family figure out the whole story. He calls the cops 10 hours later to report. Holy hell. I mean, someone died because of his negligence. 10 hours, he gets clean, you know, gets alcohol off his breath, all the stuff he's got to do. He serves a two-month suspended sentence. Suspended Which sentence. Which means he didn't do one day? That's correct. <gasps> and all this does in his life, he's so, he, the Kennedys were what sad. What was he, a college swimmer or something? You know that story? Yeah. <laughs> his family was bummed because it meant. Hashtag Brock's a biatch. He, he couldn't. He could only be a senator, not the president. They were bummed that this, oh, this murder my. in his past which, and you know, even though he had that murder in his past, he still almost unseated Carter from his own party to be a president against Reagan. Like, if you or I did something like that, dude, we're freaking in jail to this day still. Dude, don't get me started. If, I, if I'm drunk and a girl dies in my passenger seat and I don't call the police, they're assuming I murder and then dump the car off the bridge, dude. Dang. Am I lying? You're, you're telling the but truth, he's dude. He's a Kennedy, so he gets off scot-free. That's crazy to me, dude. See. So I'm saying, this guy's a parish. He belongs to his family. Like, he wants to go to a school with a parish hall in the school. Like, yeah, he goes, if I'm, you think I'm getting beat up now, imagine if I'm living in a sticking hall named after me. Dude, craziness. So uh, him and his dad go to war, too. He's like, maybe I don't want to be a parish. Well, you're not going to be. I'm like, dang. Dude, the way he yells at his wife, the dad, it's brutal. He's, he's a. Don't. Just look, look, what? He looks at her like, you want to go? Dang, dude. So he plays a game with, a, with his friend that's a girl. The game eats him. It just eats him. In the jungle, you will wait until the dice roll five or eight. It sucks him in. Well, the crazy part is she rolled something first, and then you hear the bats in the chimney. chimney. Nothing get- Did you notice who the exterminator was? Who is that? Hold on. It just hit you. I can see him. You can see him by the way he talks. Is it Shawshank? No. Is it it a prison? No. What is it? Arachnophobia. Yes! Remember? They're checking the bodies. Found one right here. Behind the left ear. That's him! 
Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's telling them kids that scary ass shit. Oh my goodness, dude. Dude, they're looking at each other like, uh. But the best part is though, he says, "My," she says, "My brother said it's this bat right here," and he said, "Those bats are African or whatever. You ain't seen nothing like that around here." Although some girl did say it back in the '60s that she's seen a bunch. There's all these little it, hits. It all yeah. ties in, dude. It's crazy. Um, the two kids come later on, like 20 years later. 26. All, there's years. legends of how this kid was killed by his dad. They get the game. There's two more pieces. They start playing, and they bring. Well, the thing is, is Robin Williams and that girl start the game. He gets sucked in the game. She runs away. She takes off. Well, all this time, there's still two players on the board. Right. So way later, when uh, uh, the family, it's like an aunt and two kids whose parents just got yep. killed. When Kirsten Dunst and her brother get and, there. And now they're in this huge house. The reason they bought the house because they got it cheap because nobody wants to live somewhere where a dead kid. You know, haunted somewhere. house, baby. And um, so they find the game, and they start playing, and they see that there's two other pieces on the board. And it's like, they think it's like all magnetized or something. Microchips. Dude, that's crazy, dude. Um, and eventually, it's all four of them. The two kids that started the game and the two kids that had to finish the game. And they're all trying. And, and literally, the game is conspiring to stop them. And every time they roll the dice, new crap happens. And they're trying Craziness. to just. Craziness. They're trying to roll with the punches, survive. Is it me or is that slow, fat rhino the funniest thing of it's, the whole movie? Dude, my son. Every time. My son loved that rhino. He was so funny. He's, He's just, just there, breathing dude. hard. And then he looks at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm in the game, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the movie's sad because when Williams, as an actor, he can he can act. He can be a child. He does it well. Like insane. Remember Jack Jack? when he was a grown man and then he fell and he hurt his knee, dude. Oh man, I just think he'd get heartbroken, dude. Legit. Even um, oh, remember when he tried to go on a. The girl wanted to go on a date with him, dude. Oh, man. The, and what? Jack? Yeah, the kid's mom. Oh, my god! And it was the nanny girl. Dude. Dude, that movie's deep, bro. Dude, it's simple Jack, dude. <laughs> we can't go further with that. That's <laughs> still her, dude. You can't go forward. What, 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 what did he say? Something about rain in his eyes raining or something? <laughs> Dude, and those Vietnamese. Uh, it's their favorite movie. Opium dealers love the movie. It's their favorite movie, dude. He's they want to live performance, and he's like, it's the performance of my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's genius, dude. I'm crying. I'm crying, dude. <laughs> I'm thinking about adopting. Yeah, at least you get to pick yours. I was like, oh, oh, McConaughey has a picture of it. That was brutal, dude. He flies out there with the TiVo, dude. (laughs) Simple Jack. Dude, anyways, so uh, Williams comes out of that game. And after spending 26 years around in the in the jungle with with where you think you're gonna die every day, dude, it is legit heavy. And when he shows up the at town his house, yeah, it's all like it's like it's like downtown Flint it, five years it, ago. No, it was like the alternate Back to the Future two. Yes, it was. Like he comes back and everything's like bankrupt and there's no money. Everything's closed down. 
That's why they got the house so cheap. There's nothing happening there. Oh, it's, it's a dying city. It's a dying town. It's sad. It's, it is really sad. You see a guy coming out of the Triple X uh, the theater with the tapes in his hand, dude. It's, oh, it's, man. It's rowdy. He's just like, Mom, Dad, I'm home. It's, Are you my like, little brother, my little sister? He's like. It's so sad, dude. He, dude and he goes to the shop. He's that homeless guy who tells him what to do. And the homeless guy was awesome. Him and his dog, cool. he'd give him some clothes to wear because he was wearing a stinking bikini briefs, dude. <laughs> wearing a turtle shell as a hat. Dude, th- too bad when he put the turtle shell on his parents' grave, bro. I was like, oh, my God. And then too bad. How about when that homeless dude said, nobody loved that boy as much as he did? Like, talking about how he loved his son so much he went crazy. Spent every dime he had trying to find him. That's sad, dude. Like, oh, it, I was just like, dude, I didn't know this movie was so dark. Speaking of Back to the Future. When Doc Brown explained alternate uh, timelines on that chalkboard, it literally like hardwired our brain how time sense. travel works. Yep. We're like, well, that's what the rules were. It makes sense to me. Like it's we like, all believed it. And then, and then when the butterfly effect came out, you're like, one thing does change the whole thing. <laughs> Don't step on no bug, boy. <laughs> Did Homer Simpson? Don't. <laughs> Remember the toaster? I remember the the, the, the toaster from like the, the toaster from hell, whatever it was. That was a great Halloween episode, dude. Ha- dude, Simpsons Halloween. You, we used to look forward to those every year. I've literally bought every one of them and watch them every Halloween. I watch all twenty of them. It's so funny. really because it's been over twenty years, so they have like twenty That's episodes insane, of Halloween. Even the in th- even the intro, they're great, amazing, dude. dude um, your shoe just scared the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> My boot just just was it me? <laughs> It wasn't me, it was a chair. I don't need no lie detector to tell me that. <laughs> but, uh, so the movie is sad, but it's adventurous, and it's funny. It's got everything. It's a great popcorn film. Good movie. Now, the cast. Robin Williams as Alan Parrish. As we are saying before, this guy can pull the adventure. He can pull the hero. He can be the child. He just, man, he's a hairy mug. Dude, you know what's hilarious is when the kid turns into a monkey. I'm like, did he just turn into Robin Williams? <laughs> he got the same knuckle hair. Dude, his hair on his hand is so thick. His chest too, dude. But, uh, Remember the birdcage? <laughs> dude, oh. that movie's amazing. But uh, Gene Hackman, Kirsten Dunst as Judy Shepard. Okay, now, Kirsten Dunst. She's a child in this one. I liked her early career. She's awesome. Like, you ever see the Virgin Suicides? Mm-mm. Tony, it will Money. mess you up. Like, I mean, it will mess you. The movie's about these boys in the neighborhood, and there's down the street these girls move in. There's like five sisters, okay? And these five sisters have like a uh, fundamentalist Christian parents, conservative, watch, and these girls are just kind of devious. The sisters are just devious, mm-hmm. and they're powerful. Like, you know, it's like a girl who knows she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're like that. These girls know how to just. Like that movie Jawbreaker? I never saw that one. Rose oh. McGowan? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never saw that one. Rose? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you did that. I, I saw the VHS cover. I bet dude. you did, Mark. <laughs> and that's you okay? Oh, hey, what? Are you actually going to rent that one this week? <laughs> And the leech over there, like, hey, you gotta rent it this time? <laughs> dude, the man trying to kick us out so many times, dude. Um, but How many times did we look at the Evil Dead 2 cover before, before we finally watched it? So many we times. We chickened out every time we had that thing. Oh, man. Um, so, so, Kristen Dunst, Virgin Suicides, that movie will mess you up. She's fantastic in it. Also, she's great as a little kid, she's great in Interview with the Vampire. 
yeah. She is. She, she is way. She was way too. She was. That was a very heavy role for a young girl. The vampire one? Yeah. Dude, and you know, she's so good. She holds her own with Brad Pitt and Tom I Cruise. I know. Dude, Remy, is that what she calls him? Remy, my sweet Remy. Like, dude. It's been so long since I've seen that. There's only one scene that I think about every time I watch that movie, dude. Or think about that movie, dude. Oof. Banderas? Huh? Banderas? What scene is it? The scene where they're doing the play and the vampires kill her in front of the oh crowd. Oh, my god! That's the craziest thing I've ever... And everybody's, like, really uneasy. Like, what is happening? Because they think it's, like, this, like... Um, artsy? Yes, yeah. artsy, fartsy. And it's the vampires eating... Oh, so- oh my gosh. goodness, dude. dude <laughs> there are some scenes... I remember when... Because they kill Kirsten Dunst. He turns her, and it's against the rules to turn a yeah. child. But he, she's dying. Remember, like her. Oh yeah. And he turns her because she's dying. But she's an eternal child, and she wants him to turn her nanny. And he does turn her nanny. Remember? I, she's like, so "You're gonna leave me. You gotta give me someone." Oh yeah. And he turns yeah. the nanny, and then the vampires come. So she's not alone her whole right forever. They come and they kill the nanny and her because it's illegal for someone that yeah. be turned. And they don't kill Pitt because Banderas loves him so much. Then Pitt comes back, dude, and wrecks those guys. Dude, I want to watch that again. It's it's nasty. It's interview. Dunst is the one that comes goes after Tom Cruise. She Who goes is? the girl. She oh, wrecks right. Cruise in that movie. She cuts I remember, his throat, I remember dude, Cruise ooh. being uh, like uh, what, shady in that movie. Oh, he's he's a Lestat. That's the name. Lestat is uh, too bad. You want to talk? He might be a psycho, but you want to talk about a badass actor, Cruz? Yeah, insane. You still haven't seen Magnolia? Listen, shit, bird. I'm gonna watch it this <laughs> week now, dude. <laughs> Everything goes back to Magnolia. I talk about Louis Guzman. We go back to Magnolia. I'm telling you. Every time you say Magnolia, I don't watch it on purpose because for some reason I always think of Vanilla Sky. Did you hate Vanilla Sky? No, I actually liked it, but it was sick as hell. It's a messed up flick. And, and then I think of... Um, it's a prosthetic face. A prosthetic it looks like a mask! <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you know what else I think of? Because I think of Cruz, I think of Long, I think of Art. I think of that damn uh, movie with him and Nicole Kidman, dude. I Eyes hated that movie, dude, yeah. I didn't watch it because it's Kubrick and he's nuts. He's sick. He's a weird human being. He's crazy. Too bad. I don't. I don't understand. I, I don't want to piss everybody off, but I don't understand how Clockwork Orange is such a classic. Man. I, I, I think I missed the train on why everyone loves it, dude. Ugh, that, talk about a sick ass movie, dude. Dude, I watched it one time. I'll never see. I'll never watch it again. Mm-mm. Watching that movie is like watching the first ten minutes of my own private Idaho. Very much. So. I'm not going. I'm not rewinding. <laughs> <laughs> I might be kind, but I ain't rewinding. So. Uh, Dunst is great. Her, her, later, her, later work, Spider-Man was fine. She was cool as Mary Jane. Yeah, she was cool. Um, I liked her in Elizabeth Town with uh, Legolas, whatever his name is. Who? Legolas, the elf from Lord of the Rings. I ain't never watched no Lord of the Rings. Tra- Orlando Bloom, attractive white guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all you had to say, dude. Uh, Alec Baldwin is a comedian in that movie. It's fantastic. It's a, it's, Elizabeth Town's a nice little sweet little romantic film. Cute little town, baby. Then you have Bonnie Hunt as the girl who grows up. Bonnie Hunt is Sarah Whittle. Too bad. Have you seen what young Sarah looks like now? No. She in gear. She in gear. Jane Gear, it's something from something. So hot. 
Bonnie yeah. Hunt, this girl, is it one of my she's all- a badass actor. Actress. She's one of my all-time favorite romantic comedies. I know we're not big into rom-coms. You don't watch Who's chick we? flicks. You had love drama. that shit, dude. Have you ever seen Return to Me? Hell no, nah, I ain't no watching that. Return bullshit. to me, return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> the very next day. <laughs> what uh? What is return? Is that what you're talking about? David Duchovny. Oh, David Duchovny, why don't you love me? <laughs> Remember that song from the nineties? No. It's, it's a song called David Duchovny, and this chick. It was all about David Duchovny. Why don't you love me? That's a funny rhyme. Too bad that's gonna be the la- that's gonna be the end of this podcast. <laughs> Is that David Duchovny song? <laughs> so in Return to Me, um, Stikin, it's it's Stikin, it's David Duchovny, and it's Minnie Driver. I mean, just because I know who those two are doesn't mean I've seen the movie magically. Okay, listen, <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's David Allen Greer again in it too, and he's great in it. Too bad he is a hidden gem, dude. He plays um, the company's best friend. He's a great friend, dude. The opening scene will mess your life up, dude. Opening scene, the company like you see his life, and like literally the first five minutes, his wife dies. Well, why don't you ruin the whole movie for me? It's five minutes in. Too bad that five minutes could have been caught me by surprise. It's too. in the trailer, dude. When you watch the trailer, you think I'm? You think from now to me watching this movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna magically jump on YouTube and watch the trailer? Thanks, hey Sus. I'm saying this movie, it's something special. And dude, well, it's, it's something okay now. It's Minnie Driver special. works at this uh, Irish Italian restaurant. And her, all her old uncles are the, fu- they're all old actors. Like Robert Lodge is in it. All these old actors. Which was Robert Lodge? Big. The, the boss. Oh, the, the keyboard scene? Yes. He's awesome. They are so funny. These old guys are just all just old and opinionated and mean. It's fantastic. They're kind of a little racist. It's all real funny, dude. They even David Greer, dude. It's really funny. It's, 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 there's some great stuff. Oh there. my goodness. He's like New York Irishman. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh. <laughs> dude, pulling a Joe Pesci with uh, Sammy Davis Jr., dude. It's straight It's great. Oh, uh, Nike and Cole? Oh, is Nike Cole? Yeah. I can see how a girl would really like that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's going to watch what you say. I don't want to be over here kissing that King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so Joe funny. Pesci, dude, so bad. So I like Bonnie Hunt. And you have David Allen Greer as Carl Bentley. He is AKA soul man. Soul he man. is awesome in this movie, dude. Um, he comes up with the first basketball shoe, dude. dude a poor up, bastard. It's straight up a Jordan, dude. He's Man. like, will Chamberlain wear one of these? <laughs> Everybody's right, dude. He is right. Let me just say this before you go past the shoe. Did you ever own a pair of Jordans your whole life? Mother no, I ain't never had no Jordans. Not one time my whole life. Too bad. I, I saw like- a guy on Steakin Facebook today uh, was like, what team was your star jacket when you were a kid? Uh, uh, I'm like, I grew up in Flint. We never could afford Dude, a starter listen, jacket. Listen, we both got starter jackets later in life. No way. I had a pullover. I had a pullover. Yeah. Are you crazy? What's, what you had the Cowboys, and I had the Dolphins. Mom got a starter jacket one year for Christmas. I remember yeah. that. One year we got Because you had an Aikman jersey, and I had a Marino jersey. We were, we were diehard. I was diehard Miami. You were diehard uh, Cowboys. Yeah. I, you forgot about that pullover? We both had starter jackets, dude. Those were awesome. They were awesome, dude. Mine was so, it was like white, green, and orange. That thing was badass, bro. 
But that was one time our childhood. But 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 that wasn't even childhood. Though. That was like probably sophomore year. <laughs> sophomore junior. I remember it was badass too, dude. So, like, I have buddy of mine had every Jordan every year. Who? Lots of guys. Lots of kids. I know. I had this one buddy. Man, he did this, this, and this. Who? All them fools. I don't want to tell his name on, on the air, Put on dude. blast, dude. Just pretend we changed it. <laughs> his name is Meep Meep. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me start swearing. You got to bleep all that no, out, too. No, too bad what well, you guys don't know is Ernesto just said the F word twice, and now he's going to bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible, dude. <laughs> hey, Pastor Ernesto, kiss your mom with that mouth. <laughs> there was an episode where I, I, I stuttered, and you said I swore on five times. You want to hear something hilarious? To this day, Nate Dog thinks you swore. Dude, I'm like, man, Tony, I didn't cuss, dude. <laughs> It was a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. David, I feel bad for David on career that he didn't, his career didn't blow up on him. No. He had a great start on Living Color. In Living Color, he was fan. Him and Jim Carrey and the Wayan brothers, they, I kind of feel bad that Keenan Ivory got left behind by Damon big time. He didn't. You know, Keenan Ivory, Keenan Ivory is the, the writer-director of almost every one of the Wayans Brothers movies. No way. He's behind the scenes. He's the top dog of all them guys. He writes and directs everything. He's like the like the, the brains behind all that shit. He's like the Toby Mac and DC Talk, dude. You just don't know. <laughs> Everybody thought Toby Mac was whack as shit because Kevin and Mike's voices were so insane. So awesome. And then you realize... Well, uh, Toby Mac is still on top, and the other guys are. One's gonna sing it to the news voice. It's kind of like the um, must love dogs thing, Uma Thurman and uh, Jareen Galafalo. Damn, dude, you are a rom com fool. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. They're not must love dogs. What is it? No, the truth about cat and dogs. The truth about cat and dogs. Where the talking show, it's Uma Thurman's face, but Janine does the the talk because she's like um, a good conversationalist, and a guy falls in love with the radio personality, but. Are you talking about the same storyline with the Blues Traveler video? <laughs> when he's backstage jamming and then that, that young skinny rocker's out there singing and he's lip singing the song? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Watch the runaround video. I will. It's, it's uh, uh, John Popper's backstage singing and this young skinny black girls looking dude's jamming on stage. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. But uh, David Greer hasn't done a lot in his career. He did this movie. He did uh, Return to Me. He was I'm going to get you, sucker. He ain't even got a Medea movie. Poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling up. What's that guy's name? Tyler, Tyler Perry. Come on, man. Throw me a bone, man. We were both brothers here. Man, we brothers, man. I was he, not in living color, yo. He, he is funny, though. I like him a lot. He's not been in a lot of things. But I hope he's on TV somewhere because I haven't seen him in years. Man, when he's yelling and he's on that sticking door and then the gator goes by and he stops yelling for a second, he's like, ah! <laughs> now, we doing the Red Room Theater once in a while and we call it the greatness test. Great, 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 great. And the question we ask is, has this actor been in three films? I don't even know why we're bothering with a Robin Williams greatness test when everybody knows he's grizzy. And we ask the question... Is he in three great films, three films that our children's children's children will watch? You know what's funny? That is the slogan, isn't it? For the greatness test. You've always said that, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, you know, it comes from it comes from Hook. That's one of the what's one of his great movies. Hook, Hook says, he goes, he goes, he's like, if you leave now, 
He's like, I will hunt you down. I'll be back. There'll be a knife in the door of your children's children's children. How about Hoffman being a badass in that? Hoffman blew my mind. So did uh, Hoskins? What's his name? Bob Hoskins. And Smee. He was a Smee. He, Smee. Was, he was awesome, dude. Dude. Lightning struck my brain. <laughs> dude. And I hate, I hate, I hate Peter Pan. How about, I know, I know, I know, the boo box. <laughs> You're like, damn, dude, that's messed up. Uh, I want a cookie. I have to potty. Uh, me, me, me. My, my. My, 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 my. Minute your parents were happier. Before you were born. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, dude. That's messed up. He just, just getting him, dude. He was there. He was right there. I'm like, oh, oh my <laughs> goodness, dude. Oh, Peter Pan has a pr real problem with heights. <laughs> dude. How about he, he's like, okay. And he reads in his pocket and you think he's going to pull out his thinking they, they're all ready for a weapon and it's a checkbook. Dude, he goes, he goes, can someone give me a hand? I already have. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. Too bad. Uh, to this day, I cry when Rufio dies, dude. What the hell? <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's, he's like, and you managed to fit into those smashing tights, <laughs> dude. Because he's, at the beginning of the movie, he's got a paunch on him. At yeah. the end, he is trim and strong. Yeah, he is. He looks real good, but I don't know how he did that. Yeah, it's called putting padding in the damn suit that you he's wearing. So? Dude, he's wearing a white button-up shirt with padding on it. I don't know how they did that shit. <laughs> it looks like it's like real belly, dude. <sighs> this guy. <laughs> the magic of Hollywood. Oh, man, the magic of Hollywood. Three shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, three movies. If I wanted to do three movies or less at the time... That our children's children's children will watch. So, dude, go ahead and go first. Swing away, dude. Okay. Just because I looked down and seen the, those examples you put, you want to talk about acting chops? The Fisher King is like one of the. I've, until I looked at you put that on there, I forgot, and that whole movie just went through my brain. Him and, was it uh, Jeff Bridges? Yes. That movie's insane, dude. Insane. What's Jeff Bridges? He's going to do that TV show, and the TV show has a tagline. Remember the tagline of the TV show? The the radio jockey is going to get a TV show, a sitcom. Sitcom. The character has a has a, has a, um, a tagline. Remember what the tagline was? Uh, no, I have no idea. Well, excuse me. Oh, that's right. And someone else gets it. Or someone that comes in and gets it because he he gives crap to a guy on the phone, and that guy goes out. And a rampage in a bar and kills a bunch of people. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Whole, that movie. It's been so long, dude. And Williams is such a sad character in that. Just man, I'm looking at down. all these movies, man. Dude, Fisher King is so good. And who does he meet and fall in love with? It's some girl. It's um, black hair. They dress him up nice to go on a date. But even though they're trying to help him, he's still mentally sick. And he believes he needs the Holy Grail, remember? Yeah. And Bridges is going to go steal it from him because he believes, even though it just, it's, the movie's nuts. It is crazy, dude. It's, it's kind of like that movie with, um, 
Jamie Foxx is like a badass musician. Yes. And, Rob, and Robert Downey. Yep, Downey Jr. He's just, he, he can't, he's just crazy. It's, it's not going to be an easy fix. Like you think, it's not going to be a money in a bed going to get this guy off the street. There's more wrong than just lost job. There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's trauma that's broken his mind. What ended up happening to him? Like, why was he? Was it Amanda Plummer? Yes, that's who it was. That was the girl. Man, she plays a weird girl. She was weird. Um, do you remember her in Needful Things, bro? Oh, my goodness. She's an amazing actress. She's in Pulp. Oh, yes, she is. She's in... Turn up to be cool. She's in the Demon movie with Christopher Walken. Um, Not the Omen. Legion Legend. I can't remember the name of that movie. I like the movie, though. It's a little mini horror movie. Dug that flick. Oh, so, she was the sister in Soy Married an Axe Murder, too. Yes, she is, She's dude. She's so funny, she... dude. <laughs> dude, he comes in on her in the shower. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> he gives her his hug and his towel falls off, dude. I was just uh, naked. Uh... <laughs> that movie's badass. <laughs> um, so... I, me, now I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorite Williams performances, the one that gets him the Secret Academy Award. It's Good Will Hunting. You know what? People that say that that, that movie doesn't stand the test of time are crazy. Who says that? I, I dude, I'm not going to name names because he has a podcast too. And not, <laughs> not, our, not our boys. Not our, not our, not our pastor boys. Not, not your pastor guys. Not them. Um, but my homeboy, he was like, just watched um, Good Will Hunting and man... That I think it was way better when I was younger. This movie sucks, but I'm like, you're f***ing crazy. It's so good, dude. The writing is incredible. First of all, the accents are incredible. Remember, uh, uh, he, he tries his hardest to joke with him and, and change the subject, and he's like, oh, it's paint my number. You know, like when he's talking to shit, and then, and then he starts trying to tear him down, start trying to flip it on him. But that's his game. That's what he does, dude. What, like, the, the relationship that he builds with that crazy fucker is, like, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. When he snatches him up by his throat. It's incredible. It's so crazy, dude. You notice how Matt Damon, when they talk about being into free weights, and he's talking about, he goes, well, what do you bet? And Rob Williams tells him, you notice how fast Matt Damon changes the subject? Because he's stronger. Because he knows Rob Williams is stronger. He changes the subject. Like, that... There's so many little amazing things in that movie. Dude, the script is so good. I almost think that Affleck and Damon must have stole it from someone because it's so good. It's, a, it's amazing, dude. I, it, there are lines I still use to this day from that I movie. Know. Dude, that whole scene in the, in the Harvard bar, amazing, dude. How about them apples? One of the greatest insults of all stinking time. Dude. Dude, the, if you want to see a good scene on YouTube just for fun, watch the bench scene with, with Williams and Damon. When they sit down, after Damon rips his head off of the painting, they sit down to talk at the stinking, um, at a bench. I've at, seen it. I've, dude, I've seen the movie recently. Remember that scene? Yeah, when he explains to him about how he, he can read this and this, but he's been out there and seen this shit. He goes, he goes you think because I've read Oliver Twist? I know, I know what the your first life thing, is yeah. as an orphan? That encapsulate you? And you see one of my paintings, and you rip my effing head off. It's, he, no, I rip my effing heart out. He goes, he's like, that thought? This is just a kid. He doesn't know nothing. And he's like, he's like, and he gets him. He goes, he, yeah, he's like, uh, you probably qu quote a sonnet, quote this, but you don't know the first thing about being in love. And he starts talking about his wife. He, he goes, goes like, you've never laid in bed with someone and totally given yourself to them. And you know what's crazy? 
a lot of people haven't, dude. It, Hell it, no. I mean, it's especially nowadays, dude. I, and that that sequence, he and he's like balls in your court. What's he call him? He calls him um, not captain. Sport? No. Sport. Sport. Yep. Call him sport. And then the next time they get together, they don't talk the whole time. Yeah, they just sit there. And like his, his buddy's like, you're gonna meet together for an hour, not say a word. He goes, if I talk first, it's over. Dude, I got literally. It. Uh, so I watched uh, Darkest Hour the night or last night. And it was a well, scene. if I want to get to sleep tonight, I'll go see it. <laughs> Darkest Hour, uh, Stephen Churchill meets with his his opponents. Like he builds a war room of his rivals in the in the government. Imagine if like if Stephen Trump put Barack Obama on his cabinet. Like that, that's how crazy we're talking here. Like the guy, they, they hate each other, but they're on the same. They're in the war room together. Kind of the, the coalition government kind of thing. And these guys are trying to oust him. So he meets with them after. He tells everyone to leave. He knows they're trying to sabotage him. Everyone got out of here. So it's just these three guys. And he just sits there and smokes and stares at this guy. And I'm like, he's waiting you out. Whoever speaks first is the weaker man. And the other guy speaks first. I'm like, you already lost. You lost. You can't speak first. That's like, that's like well, before a Tyson fight. Exactly. He'd, stare, he'd, stare, he'd look in the guy's eyes and he'd see. It's a staring he looked, contest. He looked away for a second. I got him. I, I knew won. I won. He goes, and then the guy would try to play like he was tough, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I had a sit down with a buddy of mine. It was a really heavy one recently. And I sat down. I just waited for him to talk. So I'm like, if I talk, I reveal that I need you more than you need me. So I just waited. Dang, dude. I, didn't, I thought we were just warfare, getting together. baby. I thought we were just getting together for lunch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just staring you down. I'm like, fine, I'm buying, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Williams in this film, I'm telling you, dude, I don't care what people say. I know the scene's been parodied and made fun of. Williams gets, through, Williams gets through to that kid and helps him move on with his life. Yeah, he does. He saves his life. It's because Damon, dude, there's a scene where Damon sees those guys like, hey, remember me? For kidding God. It just. Too bad. Hey, Sis has done that to me. Before. I know. I, I'm saying that's that's the street. That's yeah. And, and, and Affleck says it, dude. Every day I pull up. It's a moment before when I beep before you come. I hope you're gone. And that speech is unbelievable. It's crazy. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. You're like, dang. <laughs> Anyone else would give like would give. Yeah. Oh. That's amazing. You know, I one of my friends worked on a crew. Um, in high school, he worked on a, a, like a crew. He tried to take basements, but he couldn't. Remember, he passed out. Remember my buddy that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one he used to elbow drop his seat. <laughs> so he was on a different crew because he couldn't handle the basements too much for him. Listen. Doing basements is hard work. I, I, I'll tell you what, to this day, say what you want about your boy, Josh. When me and him worked for Mark Reese one summer, and that's a hard work SLB right there because me and him worked, me, him, and Justin worked all summer. Doing that, and that's the hardest job I've ever had in my life. Legit, harder than roofing, harder than moving. I'm telling you, dude. The only reason that I made it that summer is because I was 17 years old, dude. There's no way I could ever do it. Now, never, ever. So, this guy was working at a crew, and this, this old man always gave him crap all the time. Finally, he got enough. He goes, "What's your problem with me, man?" Like, if he stands up for himself. He goes, "You want to know my problem with me? Your problem, my problem with you?" He's like, "What?" He goes, "This is a summer job for you, man. He's like, you're in college. What are you gonna do? You going oh. to get a PhD?" This is my life, dude. You're just passing through. I, it, it, I was like, dang, dude. Dang, too many put them on blizzard. <laughs> but uh, I'd have been like, well, thanks. I feel better now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw why you were. <laughs> dude, I'm. 
Dude, I'm going through these Robin Williams movies. I cannot believe how many amazing movies okay. there are. Okay, so what do you got next, dude? Okay, my honorable mention is Death to Smoochie because it's like... <gasps> it's so it's, good! It's the funniest thing I've ever seen, ever. Like, when he spills the coffee, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. But for my third great movie, you want to talk about him at work with another master? Awakenings. There it is, baby! Dude. There the scene when De Niro tries to go for a walk by himself is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. He's just looking at the sun, looking at you being outside and stuff. It's based on a true story. Apparently. How about when he throws it, when he first time he throws a tennis ball at him, dude? I'm like, oh my goodness. There's Awakenings, you've never seen it. That it's is about two a, masters. A study done years ago. And, and I don't know if they explain it even now. Mm -mm. That was it, was it, was it, um, what, what's the disease? Uh, Alzheimer's? No, it was, um, Dementia? No, it's... So, was it Alzheimer's? Hold on. It's a neuro neurological disease. Catatonic. Is it catatonic? Is it, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's one of those ones... I don't know which one of the disease it is, but it's a, it's a movie... Catatonic patients. They do a treatment that, get, that brings these people back to life. They come back, their brain is firing, they're people again. It's like thinking Rise of the Planet of the Apes. With John Lithgow. You see that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lithgow gets it. That movie was awesome. It was so good. Remember when Lithgow jumps in the cars? They're trying to drive the car. That's sad, oh, dude. dude. And you watch. And William plays a doctor. De Niro plays a catatonic patient. And you watch him come back. You De Niro become a person again. And you watch it start fading again. Start him start losing his humanity again. Becoming catatonic again. It is one of the and he's got a girl. He meets a girl, falls in love. Penelope Ann Miller. That's right. And you watch. They do. They, Saddest they thing try ever. to tr different dosages, but whatever happens to the body, it always comes back. He always goes back to catatonic. It it was. It's a brutal it's film. So, because you see him, and then he goes back to being catatonic. It's just like, oh man. That movie is. It's not it's, movie watch for fun, no, but it's a great no, no, no. film. Do not think you're going to stink and just, well, I'm check this movie out real quick. Mmm. I'm your day up, dude. Awakenings <sighs> is a great film. Now, if you want to just watch a movie that's going to be awesome, and it'll, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in, another honorable mention is Good Morning Vietnam. That is... I haven't seen the movie in 20 years. Dude, i got to see it again. I'll tell, I you, see I'll it tell again. you who was amazing in that movie. Who? Um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's in that movie. He's the guy. He's the he's his, his the guy who shows him around and like it's like his I, handler. I gotta see it again. It's so dude. And then he makes friends with all the guys. Like the guy who plays uh, Arliss. That dude is hilarious. Dude, that movie. How about when they get, they're getting ready to fight them GIs in the bar, and uh, Ron Weir stands up because the, the 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 army dudes are trying to pick on his little uh, Vietnamese friend, and so Ron Weir stands up and they're like face to face, and he goes. Uh, Little help here, guys. And that the Arliss dude is sitting there and he's like, We're here. And that's awesome because they're just waiting, dude. Oh, dude, that movie's dope, dude. Dude, here's another great movie. What dreams have we come? Here, I'm going Aladdin. Oh, man. How are there you was a moment in Disney's history. There was, a, there was a four year run where Disney, I mean, they were like, back in the day, people talk about like Snow White. And how these movies were just magical. And then for a while, we didn't know what it was. Disney was kind of like, but then all of a sudden, in our childhood, there all of a sudden you had Beauty and the Beast. We know you had Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. Holy four years. I know. Four years, they made some of the best work in their entire career. When did Mermaid come out? 
Was that in that time? That's in that time. The, 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 the four-year period. Those movies just came out. Too bad Gilbert boom, Godfrey boom, was amazing, boom. too. And dude, Aladdin? They're doing a live-action Aladdin. I'm like, you guys. Can't do it without Robin Williams. You better be careful because the genie is so much Robin that it's tough to how do you go past him. Um, you know who's going to be the, the genie now? Who? Will Smith. Uh I love Will Smith. Listen, how was Bright voted the worst movie of 2017? What are you talking about? They're, they're, they're making a sequel. And they're saying, I guess they didn't listen to the critics because it's it, they're making a sequel to the worst movie of 2017. First of all, Bright was so badass. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch so it. It's so good. So, uh, I don't know. Do you think Will Smith's a good choice for that? I think he's, I mean, he's funny as hell. You don't want to try to ape Williams. No. So Smith Take is a so, completely different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm kind of with that. It's like Ledger versus Nicholson. You got to go a different direction. Hey, 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 it's Nicholson and I. <laughs> you got that? Um, Sneaking, um. You got to get this one. I man. don't got it. I don't got it. True romance. Win. Sizemore and Chris Penn. There Talking is. to the captain. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I know that part. <laughs> you know, um, the helicopter where yeah, it lands? I, I know that part. <laughs> Robin Williams, when he passed away, okay, here's an honorable mention for you. Okay. Insomnia. <gasps> That's right up there with one of our photo, bro. When Williams t- is, becomes a bad guy, it's something to see. Dude. It is. It's oh, Insomnia is insane. When he's got Pacino's number, dude. Starts calling him, dude. Oh, man, not literal number. <laughs> he's he calling his house, though. Remember when he had his phone number? Yeah, and then he called him. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, dude. But they meet too the, bad. They meet he, in the boat and they're talking. It's crazy, insane, dude. Because he's a normal guy, who's uh, a and it's psycho. in Alaska, so it's like daylight all day. It's, out. it's crazy. That movie's hard to watch because at the end of the movie. You start feel like the movie's you, filmed yeah. as though you're exhausted. Yeah, and I start feeling like, am I tired? Like it's. It's really well done. Uh, you know who that is? Insomnia is Christopher Nolan. Really? That's early Nolan, dude. Who would have thought that dude would have made would have would have finally made some good Batman's again? I'll tell you what. Another part that he plays that's badass is the bad guy on August Rush. He was awesome, dude. Who? Williams. He's the he's the guy that that um is in charge of all the the, the homeless street performers. I've never seen August Rush. Are you kidding me, dude? It's worth seeing? What? It's about music, dude. It's all, the whole movie's about music. I have to see it's it. It's about a rock and roll singer-guitar player that has a one-night stand with a professional orchestra cellist. And a baby comes from that. Just, and, like, just mad skills born right inside. And the dad convinces the daughter because he's... He's more concerned with her career. Convinces the daughter, which the daughter is the girl from that stinking uh, facility, Felicity. The okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Carrie Russell? Con- convinces her that the baby died during birth, and he puts the baby up for adoption. So the baby doesn't know who the parents are. So he's like, he's got this dream of meeting his parents one day. And he just is just a natural, amazing musician. And Ryan Williams finds him, and he's like, Ryan Williams is in charge of all these homeless. And he's a piece of crap? He's the worst ever. I can't wait. The worst ever, dude. But the best line in that movie is he, the kid ends up somehow making his way to this amazing, it's like a Berkeley-type school. Yeah. And the kid is literally teaching the teachers uh, 
how to do things. And Williams breaks in there, dude, in the middle of a class, and he looks at all these like highfalutin music like gurus, and he says, because the guy's like, oh, you're interrupting this class. He goes, class? This is a class? You think you're teaching this kid something? He teaches you! And it's just like, oh my goodness, dude. But just natural, amazing. I cannot believe you've never seen August Rush. This movie is such a nerd movie. I didn't movie. know we was in the movie. I didn't know he was in it. I didn't know he was in dude, it. Dude, uh, you know the kid who plays young uh, Norman Bates? I know who the kid is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the kid is. It's awesome, dude. Man, is that a good... Williams is a, just a... I cannot Peace wait. I cannot wait. So good, dude. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Christmas is over. Okay. Christmas is over, and it's like the worst weather, and it's even more depressing now outside. And everyone needs a new hoodie to wear in this awful weather. Under your jacket. It's uh, so cold. I'm wearing hoodie with a coat over the hoodie. That's how cold it is outside. Well, that's called winter, dude. I'm just we telling live you, in Michigan. I love wearing a t-shirt under my jacket, but it's so cold, I don't want to go to a coffee shop and have no sweater on. So I'm wearing a, a big old thick hoodie under my jacket. What does the hoodie say? It's an API construction. <laughs> this is when you're supposed to do our Dan Gina <laughs> commercial, <laughs> dumbass. You served me up. I just watched I, I literally, You just struck out in softball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you over here like, she, I got a construction hoodie, boy. <laughs> I'm doing coach pitch. I'm like, I'm sorry, coach, coming too fast for me. <laughs> coach, quit throwing the heat. <laughs> <laughs> coach is like, I got a hook, for. <laughs> That's a wicked 12-foot arc, yo. <laughs> Man. I lost it in the sun, coach. <laughs> It's so cold. I wear a hoodie under my jacket. What does the hoodie say? It says, dang, Gina. Oh, yeah, boy. I can't do it. You're so stupid, dude. Very few times are you going to hear me saying, you're so stupid. It's usually the other way around. Dude, um, I'm all excited. Like, what does it say? <laughs> um, so, if you don't have a red rum tea, uh, hoodie, they're available online. You're such a dumbass. Redrum.threadless.com. How long are we going to have them up there? They're up. Okay, good. They're I not on sale I'll... right now, but they're up there. All right, I'm going to order a hoodie. Um, but grab one. It's cold as booty. It's booty cold, man. I've been out in this shit all week. Poor Henry's out there doing. doing I can't oh. imagine how his hands must feel. <laughs> dude, he's so funny. Dude. Um, so raised us. Oh, we even got to that yet. Raised us right. Okay, first of all, you finish the game. There's a part where Williams tells her, tells the girl, because she went to the experience, ran out of dude, the house. He tricks her to then roll the dice, dude. It's that's good. Cold, and he goes, "Listen, you left me in this game." She goes, "I was a little girl. These bats chased me home." She's like. But they promised they're going to finish the game together. And they're committed. Whatever happens, hell or high water, they're in this to the end. Yes. And I'm going to say, I'll say, say it this way. I saw a guy on TV recently. Or, or, remember the guy? Oh, this is crazy. I'm going to say this out loud. There's a shootings up in New England where a guy goes into a school 
and shoot all these kids. Remember that happened? Like, Where at? Like, is it two years ago? Three years ago now? Um, I forgot the name of this town because I, I, I just don't know the name of the town. It was a national tragedy. Like, like, like a bunch of kids got killed. Like little first graders, dude. <sighs> and the guy... That was... Um, what was it called? It's an S. The town starts with an S. I'll think of it. But it, yeah, it was messed up. It, it's, all, it's, it's like literally... And what's crazy is that happened, and they couldn't pass a single gun law after that because the gun lobby is so strong. It's, it's crazy to me. And Steakin, I just said that, and people would be like, what? I was going to say, gun don't, laws don't, are... go, don't listen, go there. Listen, I don't want to take away your guns, but you know what? There should be mandatory waiting periods on all firearms. What are you going to do? If you're a felon, you never go buy a gun. That's the way it Cuba, is. There's a scene in this one where he's supposed to fill out the paperwork, but he's got gold. <laughs> dude, that was that was, was funny, like, dude. I was like, oh, that's, that's America, dude. Like America. But, uh, so, <laughs> it's a good amendment. I'm not against it. I just think wisdom is good. <laughs> like you gotta go. Pork chops tastes good. Bacon, Bacon tastes good. good. Um. So what was I saying? Okay, so this happens up there, right? The guy who does this, who kills his own mother and kills all her students, his dad came on the news and was like, I'm sad he's ever my son. And uh, I'm ashamed that I'm his father. So there's what I want to say about that. There's been a lot of tragedies of shooters, guys who do terrible things, and the parents disown their kids on TV because like, I'm, I'm cool, my kid sucks, but I'm, I'm not like him. <sighs> Listen. Sandy Hook. Thank you, Sandy Hook. If some of my family blows their life up and is stupid, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say they're right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's okay. I'm not going to stop being their family. Like, I heard some comedians talking recently. Because right now in the news, we're getting real for a second. Holy cow. In the news right now. I don't now, even know where the hell that came from. In the news right now, in the news right now, crap, um, I'm, I'm stuck. In the news right Stuck now. Stuck <laughs> in the closet with Vanna White. <laughs> um, you have a lot of um, sexual misconduct going on, right? Dang, dude. What and are you turning this podcast into? So when it happens, everyone. See, what had happened was. <laughs> when, it, when it goes down and someone accuses someone. Someone accuses? All their peoples turn on them. They turn on them right away. Piece of crap. Cancel their show. Killed a career. Screw that guy. I'm glad he's dead. It's Nicholson. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> okay, so I heard a comedian say, listen, my guy messed up. And my guy did wrong. And he deserved to lose his show. But you know what? I called him that night because he's my friend. And when, when you're a friend, you got to be friend when the, the chips are down. My friend made a big mistake. He's stupid. I'm still his friend. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. What does that have to do with anything? You finished the game. You're, you're, I'm oh, with okay. you. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, I'm end. with you till the end. I'm okay, with you I, the got end, you. Dude. I got you. I got you now. Like, there are hard times. There's the hardest times, dude. Dude, sometimes I can't been believe a jerk. I can't believe you're still my friend, dude. <laughs> I've had. I, I, it was a time when I was a, a piece pompous, of shit, arrogant, self righteous jerk. You were, dude. That's why they started a club hating on your ass. <laughs> That's true. Shit. That's true. The AEC. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the FWO. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different club, dude. 
<laughs> the AEC was the Anti-Renesa Coalition. The FWO was the Fat World Order. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, dude. And the FWO in high school. Had shirts. They And they also got their guy on the stinking of. Uh, him Homecoming King. Homecoming King. <laughs> Big Head yeah. Todd and the Monster, dude. <laughs> You want to hear something random? Listen, FWO at our old high school was so powerful. They had to have a special assembly to tell kids to stop farting in the classrooms. Because the FWO, one of their go-to moves was the fart and scoop. The fart and you scoop it and throw it. Oh, my goodness. This podcast just talked, turned into Dave and Chuck the Freak, dude. That's so nasty. You want to hear something hilarious, though? You know Henry's a master electrician? Yeah. Westlake was in his master class. No way. He met him. And he said he knew me and you. That's awesome, dude. How random is that? Small world, That's dude. That's disgusting. <laughs> dude, the fart and scoop. They're just... Whoosh. That's... I'd throw the f*** up, dude. <laughs> I would fight someone if they farted. I'm telling you, and dude. And scooped a fart in my face. I'm like, I guess we're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... I was going to tell this story, but I'm going to wait uh, for me and you to be in the car to tell this story. <laughs> okay. Disgusting. Dude. Farting in faces. <laughs> dude. That's how you, dude, you know why they had an assembly? Because there was probably a breakout of pink eye going around <laughs> the stinking school, dude. Oh, shoot, dude. That's disgusting. Somebody fart and scoop me, dude. I beat their ass. <laughs> Just for the Stankin test. Stankin' ass. Just... I would too, man. Oh, okay. So, finish the game. You're in it to the end, man. Like, you're with, you're, you're with your peoples. You're with your peoples. Thick, thin, bad, ugly, whatever. <laughs> bad, ugly? <laughs> bad or good, whatever, dude. It's bad, different. ugly, stanky, <laughs> St. Anky. Uh, racist, wrong. Dude, I'm going to think about that fart and scoop all night now. That's <laughs> disgusting, dude. It, it's a literally a patented move at FWO, dude. I mean, that's a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a move, bro. I'd be, I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like Team America throw up, dude. Oh. <laughs> that's so gross, dude. Okay. Um, I'm disgusted right now. Next, raise us wrong. Saying... Crap when you're angry. Saying, dude, I've said some horrible things in my life, dude. Dude, Tony, I've said things to our mother. I know. <laughs> I said things to my deaf gym teacher, dude. Tony, you did not. Mr. Matey, man. Tony. I know. I made amends, though, when, I, when he, he became the high school gym teacher. Now, I was cool with him. We were real cool, man. Okay. When I was in middle school, I was a f Remember we were talking about how horrible middle schoolers were? Yes. Dude, I made fun of him because I was getting made fun of, dude. I'll, that's some sorry-ass shit right there. <sighs> Dang, dude. I used to do... Dude, he came up with this game called Fergie Ball, man. And the way he would say Fergie Ball, I would always <laughs> mimic it. Did he go... Fer <laughs> He'd say, we were playing Fergie Ball. <laughs> I was such a dog, dude. I, you know what, though? I got mine for that. That shit comes around, dude. Dude, he's on the podcast right now, like... Shit, of a bitch. <laughs> this just... This podcast turned to David Chuck the Freak, dude. Dude, it's off the rails. We're gone. We are gone. 
we're Sick hours, dead bitch. <laughs> we're <hours laughs> seven in, and we are gone. Um, but, um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw up, dude. <laughs> I have said some crap. Barton scoop, to dude. People I love. I I I said I, I, I remember I came home from a camp once. And I said sorry to mom. I came home by my before my senior year. I came home from a camp in the summer. And I had to apologize to my mom for being just such a crap Well, tour. good thing you did it the day you came home because every one of them camps, two weeks later, we didn't give a shit about what we just learned at that damn camp, dude. I'm saying that took, though, because me and mom got real close to that, and we've been close ever since. You, like, know, you know I'm her favorite son, dude. So I know I'm you I'm are. I'm kidding, dude. There's no <laughs> Mexican moms don't have favorite sons, dude. Dude, you're Joseph, dude. Got Code of Many Colors, yo. You're just running around like... Code of Many Colors, man. What? It's from the Bible, yo. I know, but I, I thought it meant he was gay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like, here, Joseph, wear it. Get out Come of on, my- man. No, dude. Don't make me wear this coat. <laughs> Get that, dude. Moving on. Moving on. Jeez. I could read your dreams, mother. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, so. Is that the same guy? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> He fucked Goliath, right? Shit, <laughs> ain't that stupid fool. Oh, dude. But, uh. He cut his hair, he was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I went to Bible school, okay? Fresh, first day of class. <coughs> Old Testament survey. They gave us a hundred question test. It's called assessment. So it's not about a grade. I just want to see how much you know. Too bad if they gave me that, I'd be like, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, out of a hundred questions, I got eleven right. My boy, dude. First day at Moody. First day at Moody. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, you wonder why the the damn dean still knows your name, dude. <laughs> dude, like, how the hell did he graduate? <laughs> dude, I'm like, I just didn't know the stuff. I was like, you should be Doctor Ernesto. It took you almost twenty years to graduate to get that damn degree. Eleven. <laughs> damn, dude. My bad. Gynecologist over here. <laughs> so, like. You know what's crazy is I still say little tiny barbs, but I haven't said anything really Oh, you really can be stupid. A, you can you know? be a bastard, bro, because you're so smart. You say some shit, and I'm like, later on, I'm like, oh, that f***er. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all on Google. <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I wrecked. I was at Holly High School teaching. I wrecked some poor kid's life, dude. <sighs> Um, like this, like I, I was, I was teaching. I'm like, you guys, you're all seniors, right? So you guys looking for love, right? You, you know, walking around trying to meet someone special. I like you. You like me. I was laughing. One guy just says, he goes, yeah, I'm not down with that. And I, I, and I saw the guy trying to mack at a girl, and he I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking? I saw you f- talking to her earlier in the class, man, trying to get down, get your mac on. She shut you down like nobody's business, man. And dude, and you can't do that to I, a high dude, schooler, dude, dude. They laughed, and he was looked down like. I felt literally bad, dude. I, I just... Too bad you... That was you, fool. <laughs> dude. Um, but... Uh, oh, man. So I'm just saying... Um, you know, I got someone good the other day. Real good. I was at high school teaching. And Steakin... This teacher comes in. He's really liberal. And he, uh, he's a white guy. And he is one no of these... No way. He's one of these, like... Um, liberal white dude? White liberal guilt. He's a guy who like hates being white because white people suck. He says oh, like, he's talking about how like white people suck and white privilege. He's saying all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm like the white. I'm like, 
so I finally said to him, like, dude, listen, man, like, I appreciate what you're saying and all, but I don't hate you because you're white. I think you're cool, man. And he goes, whatever, man, I think white people, are, white people suck. And I How said, old is this guy? He's like 35, whatever. And I say to him, I'm like, man, I'm ready to white girl. I, I, I like white people. He's getting get, get up to leave. He goes, yeah, I'm ready to white girl too. And I was like, does she suck? <laughs> Dude, and the room goes silent. And he just walked out. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. And you know what would have been awesome is if, if he, he, <laughs> he would have been like, why well, you think I married her? Mic drop. <laughs> Well, the suck cut, it does suck. <laughs> Dang, dude. Dude, you're bro. out cold, bro. Sneaking. The people you love, my wife. Too bad, to, dude. To this. My wife says to me, whenever I leave the house, I got to say I love you and give you a kiss. And it used to annoy the crap out of me. I'm like, babe, I'm driving. Babe, I'm trying to read this comic. I'm going to Myers for bread. Why? But in her mind, she goes, you know, what if you'd ask on the way to Myers? I want the last thing I see of you to be, and I love you in a kiss. So when I go anywhere, I give her that I love you in a kiss because I don't know when the end is going to be. In this movie, his last thing he says to his dad is awful. That's horrible. I never want to talk to you again. And the dad never, lives it, never lets it go. Dude, I have, I've done funerals, man, where kids yeah, kill themselves, and they tell their moms on the phone before they die, this is your fault that I hate you. They hang up, kill themselves. That mom never gets back up, dude. Uh, or how about the funerals you tell me about the dads dying and the stinking sons are going crazy because they never stinking made never it right. Never made it right. Dang, dude. I'm calling dad tomorrow, dude. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I was just going to say some <laughs> dumb shit. Now I'm, I got to calm down, you dude. Back it up. But you never, you, do, you said earlier, Tone, you never know when it's going to be the end. You want there to be peace? It's not worth the fight. Hell no, nah, dog. We got to wrap this up, yo. It's already stinking late. It is. My battery's about to die on this. So, okay. Next week is a week off for Dumb Theater, okay? Hell I'm yeah. I'm going on a vacation. I'm tired. See how this punk ass is? Tone. I took a, a week and a half vacation, and I was gone for two, sun, two weekends, and we smashed two in. We smashed two and did one right the day you got, like, the Monday you got back. We yeah, made, no made it work. shit after I was exhausted. But listen, I'm not we coming have, back until we like Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> listen, I once drove to Texas. I stopped at a hotel at midnight, edited the podcast, and got it on air by Monday for us, dude. I've, I've, I've bled for the podcast. Listen, dude. You want to bleed for the podcast? And we should be doing three this weekend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all pumped up for so the vacation. It's a week kidding. off. We'll be back in two weeks, everybody. Do we know what movie we're doing? We have no idea, so I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, um, we'll, can we'll, I tell you what movie we're doing? What movie are we doing? Listen, I got a request from our good friend, Jason Pop Daddy. Okay, hit me. And it's going to be an amazing Raise Us Right, Raise Us Wrong. I'm I can tell you the day that we watched it. You're either going to love this or hate this. When he told me that we should do this, I was like, Tone or Nesto, we're doing this. Toy Soldiers. Yes. How? I, Jason, I told you it was going to be a moment of silence. <laughs> He's just like, yes. <laughs> How amazing is this podcast going to be? I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. Do you remember the first time we watched it? 
I don't. Wait, wait, save it for the podcast. Okay. Save it. That movie. Oh, my goodness. We'll see you in two weeks of A1. It's Toy Soldiers. And then we'll do the patron. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. We'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks, bitch. On the Red Rum Theater. <laughs>